are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. We're actually coming to you live Wednesday. Um, you know, we uh, we aim for truth. We fight for uh, clarity on this podcast. Well, we do. We fight yeah. for clarity. Yeah, we <laughs> fight for clarity. It's an ongoing... Yeah, it uh, really is. It's a struggle. In, and it, it's real. And, 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 and it's real. <laughs> and in all fairness, we're going to be honest with you, the next two pods will probably be recorded here over the next 45 minutes because John Schuster's going out of town to Los Angeles. Well, you know, uh, that is that is true. Now, I tried to... Uh, take a weekend off and go to Colorado, Mm -hmm. but I was told by people in Colorado that only elitist VIPs like Michael Luke are allowed in the state. Denver. So (laughs) I had to, uh, I I, I had to opt for a secondary option. Don't tell California that I'm headed to California Mm -hmm. because I might get banned at the border. Right. And I don't want that. Really? Yeah, I might. I might. So I don't don't want fruit with you. uh, I, I am a fruit. Well, so, you, you, you know, I'm probably on the list already yeah. when you go through what, a little like, checkpoint. Like, man, be, we are, are you uh, checking any? Uh, do I count? Yes. Yeah, and then I just you should tell them turn right t- around and go back to the other way. Yeah, see I what they say. Yes. I'm a tangerine. So, but uh, we're, we, here, we come here, first of all, betonline.ag. You know what? I can't remember if Arizona uh, went over. I believe they went over, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. You could have gotten that on betonline.ag. Oh, which, what are we talking about? Basketball or football? Basketball, yes. Uh, I don't know. That, I don't think they did. 90, 97.45 or 95.47. So you're working about 145. I don't know what the line is. not matter. All right. Okay. That might have been a push, but that's mm-hmm. how good they are at betonline.ag. That's it. it was a push. But there you go. Arizona basketball, though, I am in. I just got, I just got done talking with Matt Newell. Really? Really? Only yeah. VIPs are allowed, who, who are allowed to go it's, to Colorado are also it, allowed to talk to Matt Newell. And Muehlbach. it's not like John Schuster would ever have any capabilities of being able to talk with Matt Muehlbach ever. You know, Muehlbach has boycotted me. Yeah. Just like the state of California has. Yes, for uh-huh. sure. You know, they, they, you uh, will never see John Schuster no. with Matt Muehlbach in the state of California. That's right. That will it's, never happen. It's not happening. You know, Muehlbach has locked me out. He talks to you on a regular We're, basis all the time because you're a bigwig. But me, no. Nah, he says, Pfft. Just so you know. With and it the, sounds like this. Pfft. Just so you know with our recent pod, mm-hmm. we actually love Matt Muehlbach. We're just kidding around about all of this. So... No, we're not. He yeah. won't talk to me. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say he won't do <laughs> Now he, he definitely won't, won't talk to me. He just doesn't want anything to do with you. I don't blame him. Uh, I can't. I don't talk to you either, except for this. <laughs> exactly. Our, our communication for people uh-huh. out there is very limited outside of these podcasts. We come in, we don't talk, and then mm-hmm. he leaves immediately. It's like Letterman and Paul Schaefer. Yeah, that's a little. Actually, I know that reference. Yeah. Though, so there you go. <laughs> I feel very good about it. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so Arizona basketball, though. I get it again. North Dakota State, not a great team. Doesn't matter to me. I like what I see out there. In basketball, more so than any other sport, I'm a big believer in the eye test and just kind of how things look and things look good. Yeah. Um, there were, and there are a lot of things that we can uh, get into as this progresses. And I'm really curious to see how Arizona plays, how this offense works once they finally go on the road. Mm-hmm. And going on the road, in this case, this weekend is a neutral site. But nevertheless, uh, and this, it's probably a neutral site where a lot of Wildcat fans right. are going to be, right. uh, which will help. But it's still not McHale. Right. And, and and we'll see how the shots go if they you know struggle a little bit more offensively. Some of the uh, competition is better. And we'll see how uh, Arizona responds. There are some interesting tests potentially this weekend. But uh, Arizona is just steamrolling people mm. right now. And, and and you're right. From an eye test standpoint, 
you have to like what they're what, what you see now like everybody else i'm very interested in much better competition too mm-hmm. right and we're about but to see part that. of me wouldn't be surprised if arizona steps up against good competition and the way that they play offensively becomes a lot more of a concern than people anticipate right now. Mulebach made a really another good really Mulebach. Um he made another really Your buddy good, Matt. You Matt. can call him your buddy Matt. Can I call him Matty? Sure, you can call Matty him. M? I'm, I'm sure Matty M would uh, <laughs> be very appreciative of you referencing him as your pal Matty, Matty M. M. <laughs> yes, Matty yeah. M for sure. But I thought he made a fascinating point though where he said that this is basically this is again, they're not going to win every game. He made two interesting points. He said that the North Dakota State coach before the game when uh, Matt, Matty mm-hmm. M, right. asked Matty M meet Tony Cimino, um <laughs> when Matt, uh, or... Bleh. And William Alice. Yes, yes, bro, yes, Brad, William Brad Alice. <laughs> um, he was asked, uh, he asked the North Dakota State coach, you know, what does Arizona remind you of? And he said, honestly, this is going to sound lame, but I mean it. He said, they remind me of Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. The way that they get up and down, everything is done with quickness. Everything is done with purpose. There isn't wasted movement out there. They're not just, now this is me uh, para ad-libbing here. They're not just running the ball to half court to look at the coach. Right, right. There's an attack, attack type an mentality. Actual an actual attack, attack. mentality. Yes. Uh-huh. But I thought that, you know, as simplistic... Action as, over words. Yes. As simplistic as it is, I actually thought that was a really good... I actually thought that was a really good point. <laughs> Man, I'm really trying to minimize our guy Matt right here. But, uh, no, I... It's, th- a, it's rare that your bud, buddy Matty M actually has a yeah. good, you know, a good point. But every once in a while... An acorn falls on the yes, little nugget. Right. You can mine for a little nugget, right. sift through all the dirt, and occasionally you'll get something that's right. worth repeating. So uh, okay. Anyway, you're we're, a, you're we're, a Gonzaga guy. I am. Yeah. When, and and one one of the things I was saying because there's a natural um, desire to make comparisons on how Ar- the program Arizona has looked before, but and and it's easy to make the direct linear comparison between uh, how was Olsen offensively and how was Lloyd offensively. But I don't think, and and guide me as I work through this a little bit and see if you see maybe some some detours here that work perhaps a little bit better. To me, it looks a little bit like this. It's not quite linear, but it's Olsen to... By the way, that's that's Bruni drinking water. Which is smart. You need to be abyss if you're listening. Yes, that's Bruni. You need to be hydrated. Yes. It's Olsen to Kerr by way of Popovich to Kerr at Golden State to Few to Lloyd. And that is kind of Arizona, in essence, the offensive progression that it, it looks to me like Olsen had his tenants. Kerr learned from Olson, uh, from Olson and Popovich, developed his own style at Golden State. Few kind of had his own offensive approach, but utilized a little bit more of a an analytics pass the ball style that was reminiscent of what we saw in the uh, Popovich teams from about eight years ago, mm-hmm. and certainly from Golden State with Curry when Kerr was the coach there making their right. dynasty run. And then it looks to me like Gonzaga is the best of the teams at the college level that has implemented what amounts to being a Golden State style right. of not just three-point shooting, but of ball movement with a purpose. Right. And and so it feels like there's a pathway from Olsen to Lloyd mm-hmm. from one Arizona bookend to the other Arizona bookend, but it's not exact. Right. And there have been developments along the way to get to what we're seeing from an offensive standpoint in the early stages with Arizona. 
Now that is an aside, I think the very simple version of this is the ball movement is good, unselfish play is good, it's good yeah. and that Arizona offensively looks like they're going to be a problem for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not just this year, but in but, years but, to come. But in years, com- in years to come, and honestly, you know, I think that a lot of these guys are huge benefactors of uh, the Tommy Lloyd um the Tommy Lloyd blueprint, I guess, for lack of a better term. Tell you what, let's take a quick break. One thing, though, that you're going to want to know, Built Bar. It's where it comes to. Built Bar is a big deal. We've told you about it. We can only tell you so much. You can lead the horse to Built Bar. You can't force the horse to eat Built Bar. But you know what? If the horse does eat Built Bar, it's going to come away looking a lot different than it did before. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Let's just look at these players, though, up and down the court. we got to talk about your guy, Coloco, first. You said it before the season. This guy, from last year to now, doesn't even look like the same player. Look, He's literally gone from Kevin Flanagan to Lauren Woods. It's staggering, right. the, the confidence that he is playing with. Right. And I don't know if it was a coaching staff that kind of looked at him and said, Dude, you're a lot better than you think you are right, right now. Right. And and what whatever here. Here we go. Here are some catching exercises. Catch the ball. Right. We're going to run plays for you. Right. You're going to be our defensive stopper. This is where you need to need to be as far as defense is concerned. Uh, one of the things that I'm really enjoying seeing very simple is on the defensive end, he never actually jumps to block a shot. Right. And he just stays there. And, and, and they've mentioned to him, oh, by it's the like way, you're 7-1 and seven, taller one, than everybody and, else, and, and you, you don't and have you, to, you're, you've got good reach. You, right. you can be a problem already. And that has kept him out of foul trouble, which was the major concern I had for him this year. The addition on the other end is that Arizona's actually running plays for him, right. which has surprised me a great deal. I thought Coloco could be... Now and again, a double-double guy. Right. Almost always a double-figure uh, a, a double figure guy from a rebounding standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then he'd get junk baskets here and there and score 10 every now and again. Right. Uh, but it looks like he has openings, and Arizona doesn't mind passing him the ball in the flow of their offense. And that has been a very good thing to give Arizona a lot of options on that end. His development has been it's impressive. Been stag- and, they and, and now you have a 7-1 guy who kind of came out of nowhere who's— uh, athletic, a defensive stopper, and even to some degree an offensive threat. Last night, last night what was you, a real. What last, in the world? Uh, two eight foot hook shots. Yeah, two eight foot hook shots, and there was a there was a double counter hook for which people out there don't. I mean, you generally only see that in the NBA where I I fake left with my shoulder, I go right to try to get you off balance, then I go back up with my left shoulder. That is just stuff that. I mean, that's you wouldn't next... have expected Coloco, no, to, Coloco to be expected, doing that. I expected, to be honest with you, I expected a kind of a Caleb Tarzuski ceiling to him, where, you know what, becomes a solid college player, but there's always going to be some major issues right there. He ain't that. He's a lot better than Caleb Tarzuski turned out to be. Yeah. And again, I get that they're, you're playing limited comp, mm-hmm. but you know what? We're big believers in the eye test here. I'm wearing glasses. John Schuster is not, but it doesn't really matter. John Schuster does wear glasses, but not when he watches That's Arizona not true. basketball. You do wear glasses. That is I've an absolute... That is a fabrication. I've never seen you with glasses. I'm, 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 I'm not going to confirm or deny that. But you will confirm it's a fabrication. If you said it, it's a fabrication. You just said it was a fabrication. Let's talk about Arizona basketball. Let's talk talk about it. The eye test. The eye test, My perfect eyes like what they see so far. Yes, exactly. Now, we're going to find out more, obviously, going forward, because you're going to most likely be playing Michigan 
on Sunday. Man, which, that could be a lot of fun. Which could be a lot of fun. And I'll tell you one thing. If, if the U or the A mm-hmm. was able to back their way into a win by backing the A. Right. You guys start looking at this team in a maybe even a little bit of a different light than we're looking at it already. This isn't, oh man, I, uh, I, I, uh, apologies for making this comparison up front, and I'm going to hedge this comparison right out of the gate. This weekend isn't the Great Alaska Shootout, but part of me gets the feeling it's almost like the Great Alaska Shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and for folks who don't aren't familiar with that reference. That was the year in 1988 where Arizona went up to a tournament. It was mm-hmm. then called the Great Alaska Shootout. There were really, really good teams there. Uh, and Arizona went up there as kind of an unknown. Right. Because they were a team that was getting better, you know, working their way through. They were an unknown at the beginning of 88 and utterly obliterated good competition up there. Right. And, and then it was like, oh, whoa, what do we have here? Uh, and I don't expect exact parallels. Mm-hmm. But if Arizona looks really good and becomes an offensive problem in the early stages in Vegas and one of those teams is Michigan, you're going to start to look at Arizona a hell of a lot differently. And as and and, and maybe the the real desert rising oh, yes. is returning is, is returning is, re- is returning to McHale Center sooner than we think. Right. Yes. I and I think that that could really be the case and uh and uh Man, I'm, he's he's getting a lot of free airtime out of this. I actually uh, texted Matty M during the game, mm-hmm. the first game of the season, and I said, I know this team sucks, they play, but man, this is this is a good Arizona team. And he responded back almost immediately, and he said, yeah, they're really legit. And I, I, I think that's true. What also I found interesting, and we'll know more when they get into deep waters, I get all that, but what I find interesting, though, is, how do I put this? Um... I don't see from a personnel perspective a lot of weakness, like a glaring hole where, you know, like, eh, it's going to be a real problem. I, I mean, you know, 97 is a terrible example because they went on to win the national title. But all year, 96, 97, you're thinking, man, we got this inside game is going to get absolutely annihilated against when a good it matters. Team. When right. it matters, right. yes. Now, come to find out, it was the Arizona inside game that's turned out to start annihilating people. But, you know, that's that's kind of a, a little bit of the that's kind of a little bit of the premise there. This this team from a, you know, they got wings for days. I mean, Dalen Terry can play, Benedict Matherin can play, Justin Kyer can play, Pella Larson can play. You got four wings right there. I'm totally cool with that. You know, up front— and They're all, what, 6'6 six, six to 6'8? Six, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, that, that's pretty good, and it gives them a lot more length than I think you'd expect because you can throw three or four of them on the floor right. at the same time. Now, I wish that they maybe had a little bit more point guard depth, but uh, Lloyd continuously makes a point, though, about the point guard play that I think is, you know, it, it's unique, and it's a Gonzaga thing. He says, listen, he says— it's obviously, we'd like to have a really good point guard. He says it just makes things easier. Yeah. Tommy, on the cutting edge right there. But he said, as long as we have somebody that can get the ball and just get the ball up to half court and get it into our system, he mm-hmm. says, our system takes care of it from there. It's not like it's this ISO-heavy situation there. And I think that's a good point that maybe is overlooked. There are two numbers to keep an eye on, I think, for Arizona offensively this year. One is how balanced are they in scoring. Right. The other is how balanced are they in terms of assists. Right. And that plays to the point guard issue. And so far, they have shown phenomenal unselfishness. I think uh, during the broadcast last night, and again, we're talking about two games into the season, uh, Jeffries was talking to Ryan Hansen and saying that Arizona is averaging 25 assists a game. Mm -hmm. And they had a ridiculous amount of assists last night, too. If that continues, it really goes a long way toward helping the quote-unquote 
problem that right. they have as far as point guard is concerned. Right, for sure. Uh, that, and, and Lloyd is right in that, you know, if you can get it up across half court, if you can beat the trap and get into a system, right, uh, that, you, you know, run your half court stuff, then, then, then you can negate a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that it appears Arizona has, Arizona has a multitude of ball handlers. Right. So that goes a long way toward that. And if you have a multitude of guys who are willing to pass the ball, then you negate some of the issues that you might have from a pure point guard standpoint. And again, so far, Arizona has been just fine in that capacity. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk with you about the defense on Thursday. But you know what? It's going to be recorded here shortly. You're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast.